0: We're on.
1: So it's it's recording. Yes. Good,
0: good. Uh, welcome back after two yes. months of uh, silence.
1: Two months of silence during a difficult time to maintain these things, I guess, in some ways, but mm-hmm. who knows? We're going to try harder, right? <laughs> Not that it's anybody's fault. I don't mean that. <laughs>
0: Come on, Mark. People are hanging on our (laughs) every word.
1: Oh, nothing but disappointment. (laughs) Nothing but disappointment. It wouldn't be the first time I caused that.
0: Oh, Oh. Mark. Anyway, we were
1: were getting caught up on our our summers a little bit, and you were talking about... um, this art retreat or art camp that you were just at over this Mm -hmm. past weekend. And I thought that was a good time to start recording and talking.
0: Yes. Uh, Okay. So um, Linda Finn is um, a lady who lives, uh, she lives on Manitoulin Island now, but I think that she's from Elliot Lake and um, she, she taught art for a while and she's retired now. And she continues to uh, exhibit, and um, she's quite active in her area. And um, she uh, has these workshops, uh, these workshops at um, Perry Vale Gallery in Spring Bay on Manitoulin Island. And um, I try to register to her workshops because. It's it's not that she's bringing anything new really but it's her way it's it's her she's just a great lady and I just love her so much and um she's she's um gentle and kind and and there are ladies that come and that have not much artistic um let's say, experience.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the that's a good way to put it. I don't like saying ability because I don't believe that no one, I, I believe everyone has a certain amount of ability, but experience is what you need to bring that out.
0: That's right. That's right. Everybody can do something. Uh, yes. Whether, yes, you whether might, um... it's uh, you know, plating food or knitting or woodworking or...
1: Oh, I think it's an essential part of the human condition, not to get too philosophical, but I think the ability to do creative work is something that's innate in every human being. Mm,
0: Absolutely. But people, sometimes they don't believe that, you know? No, I
1: think it's interesting. Like, you you think about um, people are are almost encouraged in the opposite way, in certain ways, where you're not supposed to, because it's not something that's strictly, I mean, our culture is kind of more about, like, doing things that matter, right? Doing mm-hmm. things that are important, that are going to make you money, I guess, is what it comes down to. And it's pretty hard in a lot of ways in people's creative pursuits to necessarily make money in, on them. But I'd argue even within creative pursuits, within regular pursuits, there is still a strong element of creativity that makes you maybe more successful at being a doctor or an engineer or a librarian or whatever it is that you do.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, so like uh, trying new techniques or allowing um, uh, a new uh, way of communication. or uh, Yeah, that, that can, structurally, that can uh, happen as well, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, to me, in visual art, you really should be, you know, not to be totally cliché, but thinking outside the box, as it were, right? And I think that thinking outside the box is something that no matter what you're, your area is you will you will people will appreciate your ability to look at things from a different angle because not everybody can do it as well as everybody else yeah. and i think you know pursuing something like like uh, visual art i think really challenges you to do that because you have to find your kind of area like you're not going to probably be able to paint like Rembrandt for example but you there's definitely something in there that you can do probably better than almost anyone else on, on in the world
0: right yeah yeah, you just gotta. You just gotta find it. It right? might take you
1: forty years to find it, but who knows? <laughs> Got to keep trying is the point, right? I guess that's to come back to your your workshop. I think something like that would be an excellent thing for almost anybody, probably, to participate in if they had even the slightest interest.
0: Yeah, the, that's the thing. And uh, Linda says uh, that artists make the famili- the familiar seem new and that's what you're talking about like thinking outside the box yeah
1: yeah I, mean, I don't like that term so much but it really is kind of i don't know i guess there's just other ways of saying the same thing but it's being creative right
0: i know but um um and another thing i really appreciate is that um she has a process that's uh really fun and um
1: right that's
0: interesting just um you know you do you do some quick collages and from that uh, you grab an idea and then you start on your project she shows you a few techniques and it's mostly about transfer about covering a surface with a paper and then Um, adding elements to it where you can add paint, you can add anything you want to it, you know, and building your um, piece uh, with, um, you know, various materials. And um, then she shows you uh, examples of uh, people who have included text in their art, um, you know, uh, things like that. So... Uh, she's, she's really, she laughs, you know, all the time. And that's one thing that I really truly appreciate about her. She's, she must be, well, in her late fifties, early sixties. And she wears these very turquoise glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she's
1: probably, she's probably, uh, she probably stands out a fair bit on Manitoulin Island, I expect.
0: Oh yes, but in a good way. No no I
1: don't mean in a bad way. I mean yeah. that. I mean she's a lot of people probably know who she is and she's probably quite different than a lot of the 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 locals.
0: <laughs> yeah, and she has like Blonde hair, all curly, and she's very dainty. She wears lipstick, bright lipstick, (laughs) and uh, oh, she's just adorable.
1: It it sounds like there's a certain element in a way of almost the way that she approaches it, where it's almost like a bit of a creative problem solving element, where you're trying, you're sort of going through this real process, as you say. I know I've gone to workshops like that myself that weren't about art and it's kind of sounds like a similar thing where you're really, it's really about trying to get all of the things out of your head and onto paper that are in there and that the facilitator knows are there and you don't as a participant. And then you're amazed at the amount of things that, you, that they can tease out of you. It sounds like there's a pretty, an element of that as well with her encouragement and her process in general. Uh,
0: yes. I mean, um, I was, I came with uh a few things in my bag uh and I didn't know I had no idea what would come out of it um I bought these old frames at uh, Value Village that were these frames from an art gallery I'm not going to say the name of the artist because I'm going to
1: be very
0: cutting
1: towards this. well artist. all we're worried about all we're worried about here are the frames, not the art,
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. The frames so, were nice the the frames were passable. really bad I mean the frames were sort of gallery type frames uh with a, sort of um a, a clothy mat on the outside, and the actual print was like. A faded piece of cardboard with like some kind of glue on it to make it look like it had some kind of texture on it, but it was like splashed on like really quickly, and it was called Lake Superior.
1: So, so you saw that as a challenge so, as something you could I take and turn into? I, a...
0: I gotta do something with yeah.
1: it. I yeah. wasn't
0: sure yet if I was just going to keep the frame. Uh, and then put some of my own art in the frame, or if I was going to paint all over that frame, or what? I had no idea what I was going to do yet. So when I got there, um, the the my obsession with cows uh, was only reinforced because every time I drove in, I passed many many fields of cows. <laughs>
1: Well, that's how you definitely reinforce your ideas, isn't it? Like, like, I used to, you know, it's been a long time, I feel like I shouldn't even talk about making art anymore, but I remember I always thought, if you don't think of something three times on its own kind of individual merit, Mm -hmm. it's not a great idea Oh, the dog's barking.
0: Hi. Mr. Bill Murray, ladies and gentlemen.
1: You probably heard me say something that you didn't agree with. Anyway, um, it sounds like that's um, a great experience. And I, how many people were attending?
0: Oh, there were about seven people, and they were from all over Ontario, southern Ontario.
1: And, And was it on Manitoulin Island?
0: Yes, it was. And some of these people, they've taken, there's a ferry that goes from Manitoulin Island to... Tobu Mori? Oh, yeah, what's that one called? Yeah, I've
1: been on that one, yeah. I
0: don't know. I yeah, don't know. it's got
1: a great name. And uh, uh, um, me being old and losing my memory, I it'll come out, I'll just blurt it out in like ten minutes or something. But, but yeah, I've, I've done that and stayed on Manitoulin myself. It's quite a beautiful place. So you guys were camping on Manitoulin.
0: Yeah, so... Okay. So for um, some reason, I thought you were back
1: in Superior again. I know that's pretty far from Manitoulin. That would be a little bit much to do that as a... Uh, a trip from the campground to the, uh, to the workshop.
0: Oh, I would love to do a workshop on, on superior. That yeah, would be, that,
1: that's a beautiful campground. I've camped there as well. Oh. Yeah. That's inspiring, isn't it? It makes you want to be, become one of the group of seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured, um, this summer I thought, uh, because I'm not working, I don't work in the summer. Uh, and um, I knew Madeline, my daughter, would be moving out uh, at the end of the summer. So I thought, uh, let's, you know, maximize that summer and do as much as you can um, in terms of going out and uh, drawing and painting. and Because painting and drawing in plein air is um, the basis of, to, to me... That's like, that's, it's it's primal. It's, it's yeah, the, most, tried the best it. thing that you should be doing. I, I, in my opinion, that's how you learn to, to be an artist.
1: Yeah, I, I tried it. It was never my thing. I found it just, I don't know, I was more of a studio person. But I know what you're saying, and I, I actually do agree with you. But it's just, I found for my own personal development, the thing that I would argue that about would be doing figure drawing, mm. where mm-hmm. you're you've got like because we you know you get whatever I think we went as short as one minute. We might have even done thirty second, like we do like poses, and it kept getting long. I guess probably the same. I think we've talked about this before, actually. Uh,
0: figure drawing is the same as plein drawing.
1: Yeah, it's like drawing real drawing. Like you're, you're,
0: if you're going to be out in the field uh, drawing cows they're going to change because they're constantly moving. They're they, it's they never stay in you you think that they do, but they're actually constantly moving. So you can't really stay on your same sketch all the time.
1: Yeah, so you're sort of like trying to capture a mood and then fill in the blanks and have them there as inspiration in order to try to Say, okay, and then there's certain things that are really hard about doing that. Like I think cows would be a tough, I, I mean, I've seen so many paintings in, you know, you go to um, when you're in small towns and you see those kind of places, that they're sort of antique stores or thrift stores or, <laughs> or secondhand stores, you know, those sorts of things that you see yeah. you walk in them and it's mostly just crap, right? Yes. But often you see paintings in those and I've seen some pretty funny paintings of cows. <laughs> and they never paint the hooves. They always have tall grass around the hooves because I think they get intimidated by the hooves. It's just like, I can't paint a hoof. It's like people do the same thing, like amateur painters do the same thing, trying to draw human hands, right? It's like <laughs> put their hands in their pockets if you're drawing them or something. Can't.
0: Well, I wanted to, to, to um, focus on the hooves, but I thought I'll do that when I'm um, during the winter and I have photographs
1: and I can yeah, really focus on it. Yeah, photographs are good to work from. Yeah. And it looked to me from your Facebook page that you were um, doing field sketches and then putting them onto those larger um, panels that you bought that were made out of birch plywood, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's, that's very
1: common. in that that's my friend Jeff, who does a lot of plein air. Uh, that That's his technique as well, where he'll go out and do smaller paintings and then he'll make them larger he'll often actually just project them to make them larger he'll take the smaller painting and project it and pencil the lines in and then do the painting from there and kind of you make the bigger ones a little more painterly in a way
0: mm-hmm. yes yes that's right so um, the cows they came back at, at um, the workshop and now I have pretty good series of, of work. All based on cows. Levash. Vaches. Levash vaches, oui. <laughs> we So Remember uh,
1: the Holy Grail? The, the, well, the Trojan the Trojan cow. I I, I
0: Fach
1: Levash. les Levash.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to the idea was is to live the life of an artist. So live living the life is it's a good life. It's a good wholesome life. Why not? You make you make yeah. friends. You go out. You you yeah, influence it each that other. Much, has it? What?
1: It hasn't changed that much when you think about it. Like when you think back to these plein air artists that were out with their oil colors back in like the eighteen hundreds or early nineteen hundreds. It's not really that different now, you know.
0: Absolutely, it's a uh, it's all a continuum. And then when you go to, in the winter and in the fall, you go do your classes, you're inside, you're in the studio, but the summer, my goodness, you should be out there. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people
1: have studios that are not good in the summer, like they're hot, right? (laughs) (laughs) Like a lot of people I know that have had art studios it's just been, oh yeah, because they're not there might be in a non-air conditioned building on the second floor of some place or something and it's just like, oh my god, it's like it's like, you know, 28, 29 degrees in there and it's just like I wouldn't be able to work in those conditions because I'm uh, I sweat a lot in those temperatures (laughs) Uh, and I think it would be uncomfortable Mm
0: -hmm. but, uh,
1: boy, that sounds like a great experience
0: yeah, well, it's well, I'm just happy that I keep, I keep moving along,
1: moving. <laughs> mm-hmm. <I guess. laughs> so did you, um, then was, were you working mainly on one piece of art over the two? It's, I'm assuming two days or was it three days?
0: It was three days and, um,
1: Saturday were you there today as well then?
0: Uh yeah this morning she had a little book that she wanted to it's like uh it was a block and that you'd have to cover in in stuff that you'd cut out and like gesso it and and then cover it in gel medium and stick it on and you know it's all nice, but i'm I'm tired of this kind of the the look that that she's creating it's it's too done it's it's overdone it's it's not very innovative anymore but but she does it very well she she the her collage stuff is is far superior than than what i could do but the thing is I find it cliche already. Like it's, it's too done, you know.
1: Yeah, I, you know I appreciate almost anything that somebody's put the effort in to make themselves. Even if I don't actually really like it or would not want it on my walls, I still can appreciate it in any case. No,
0: I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. But I get tired. Like
1: yeah, yeah, I was yeah.
0: Looking at there's so many people doing <sighs> that now. It's just. Uh, it feels, I don't know how to describe it. but Old?
1: Like,
0: huh? Old, maybe? No, not old. It, it just...
1: I mean, I don't want to say boring, I mean...
0: It's not necessarily boring, but it's just when you've seen, it's like those paintings of rocks uh, <laughs> for Lake Superior. Everybody has a painting of rocks. Or a painting of a canoe, the theme of the canoe on the water, you know, the tip of a yeah. canoe, yeah, and yeah, yeah. it invites adventure, everybody has one of those, or, well, you know, probably everybody has a painting of a cow,
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, painting well, of a cow is a little, bit, a little bit more out there. But I find <laughs> certain artists' work in general is like... I find Henry Moore's work, for example, is like that for me. I see it, and it's like, oh man, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like an illustration of what a, of of a piece of sculpture. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not that I like it still a little bit. I, I can't say I hate it, but I just look at it and I think, like, you go to the AGO in in Toronto, and like, there's so many of them in that big gallery, and it's just, I, I feel like I've just seen them too many times. So maybe it's a kind of a similar feeling to that.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably more like that it's it's
1: uh show me something new already
0: yeah like um you've clearly
1: um, got talent let's see you do something different with it
0: exactly can you just step out of that comfort zone you know uh, some people some people just stay in what they like to do forever and that's all right i, well, I suppose as
1: an educator though and somebody who's who's doing these workshops Maybe that's maybe their job is more to get other people to think and to work and to, to to move forward and and maybe your your own thing is more about that rather than the art itself do you think
0: yeah yeah I think that's what I want to keep doing um, I, I I feel that as a student anyway that's what you should be doing you should be exploring as much as you can about medium and and composition and and color, and there's so there's just so much to to keep uh, going at, you know. Like it's anyway. So that was my thing. And uh,
1: what? and you'll go and you'll go back. You were saying you've been. This is your second time, and you'd like to go back again.
0: Oh, next time. I will because of her, she, and because what she gets out of me. I I just I go there and I feel like so I don't know
1: energized. Yeah, I, I just feel just... like
0: she's my friend, sort of. And I, look what I'm doing, and she just goes, "Oh, ho, 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 that's wonderful!" You know, like
1: are those just... people on fire? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I used to get stuff from. I'm stuff into when I was kind of trying to learn how to make paintings and that. And a friend of mine, we've talked about before, Brian Sabby, who kind of was a,
0: a very instrumental in,
1: in encouraging me to do this and in allowing me to pay him money <laughs> to give me some, a little bit of instruction and more criticism and instruction. I remember one time I had this kind of landscape thing that I did really fast on watercolor. And I think he said, are those people running on fire? What's up with those people? It was just, kind of, I think correct. I think they were actually trees, but in, and then I said, "Yeah, it kind of does look like a bunch of people running on fire." So I, 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 I guess I appreciated candid feedback too. It's hard to take sometimes, but uh, oh. it's it's. I think it's useful.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, a lady told me that my cows didn't look like cows, that they looked like horses. So So I went back and added another line on top, and it made it look like cows. (laughs) You
1: should have put a speech bubble above one of them saying, Moo, (laughs) lest there be any doubt,
0: I am not a horse. Yeah, so... Well, well the thing also about cows i mean i'm going back to cows is um that um it it it's reminiscent of of the lasco caves so when you're studying that shape it, invariably as you're making the line of the back and the legs you keep thinking back of those beautiful wonderful cows on on the on the walls and cows have then you realize and you start thinking about the significance of cows and human beings and how long we've been together you know
1: cows and human beings yeah yes i hear i hear we're gonna be breaking up soon (laughs) i'm just being silly Oh that's good. It sounds like a, it sounds like a good kind of and yeah, you're going back to school again in September as well, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, and then I read something about sorry, I'm going back again.
1: That's okay, I, no
0: no. I read about cows. I read people to study they study the their insides so they surgically install, like, a window into their stomach.
1: Oh, that was Dolly, I think, at Guelph, at University of Guelph. I think they actually had a portal you could reach your hand into her stomach. Yes! Yeah, yeah. They
0: have that, and then they they retrieve the contents of their stomach, and they study the composition of it.
1: I'm pretty sure that was Dolly, they called her, at University of Guelph, where they've got a big agricultural sciences... uh, Vision. Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy.
0: <laughs> so I was thinking, you know, like if one day I continue on the cow, a theme is like uh, you know juxtapose the window of a washing machine <laughs> onto a yeah. cow.
1: Maybe you got to start making. Maybe you got to start realizing these as sculptures. <laughs> now there's a an art form that is not practical, like you know it's awesome. I don't mean I to, would
0: love to, do to, do to knock that, but it, but you need the, the space. For yeah.
1: That. And then I remember again, going back to my own kind of experimenting with art and I made fairly large-ish canvases. I like big canvases, like five feet by eight feet, six feet by whatever, six feet by four feet, kind of a long and narrow one. I've got a, quite a few bigger ones that I've made, maybe not any that are eight feet, but five feet by six feet anyway. But I remember, um, At some point, realizing that, okay, you have to be pretty serious to be selling those things. And I don't know that somebody that's not doing it full-time can really be serious enough to push big canvases. And so I said, okay, now I'll start working on... Kind of the last stuff that I was doing before I moved and didn't have a studio anymore was working on paper on fairly small things, thinking those can go into a filing cabinet and that's just perfect. I was just trying to make something that was made the most sense in terms of storage. By the end of it, I just can't even imagine what an issue that would be with sculpture.
0: Mm Hmm. Well, you can make small sculptures.
1: Well, that's true. Actually, of course, being a man, I'm thinking giant sculpture. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I've seen lots of great small sculpture. I mean, it can be like tabletop stuff for sure. Like things that are are as small as I don't know, like a foot high. By I guess even tiny things if you really want, right?
0: Well, you could make um, you could make land art. You could go uh, somewhere and and uh, just play with the sticks on the on the side of the on the shore of a. Uh, of a lake or something and you could make your sculptures there with rocks
1: and anything yeah. like that. Did we ever talk in the past, do you remember if we ever talked about Andy Goldsworthy? Do you know who he is? I think we might have talked about him. Um, I think maybe we maybe talked about him on Facebook but not maybe on this. But yes. he was he's the guy who does those he does like walls and stuff and things out of all natural materials and he goes into the woods and makes these beautiful stick sculptures. It's pretty cool.
0: Was that the guy that uh, I posted a video about? Because I I, It might
1: you... be. It might be. That might be it because I think you posted something that reminded me of him and then we kind of got into this back and forth thing. And I showed you the um, – I sent a picture of – I can't remember the name of it, but it's called like something like the Wandering Wall or something like that that he did at the Storm King um, Sculpture Garden, which is in kind of upstate New York in the Hudson Valley. And that's this like kind of like traditional Scottish kind of wall that just kind of weaves its way through the whole – um, right. sculpture garden and it goes underwater and then comes up again on the other side of the pond and stuff it's really i cool. think that's him yeah yeah he's he's a very interesting guy
0: oh i love that
1: yeah i i really connect with that too i find earth art as it were, you know like i i find there's something about it that's i think the word you were using earlier was like was it primal or tribal or something from mm-hmm. i think primal yeah, i find primal. that it's, and it goes back forever and ever and ever yeah,
0: I, and you know what? Thinking about that, I was when I I was at the trailer park. People really amaze me at their those trailer parks. Like they set up these uh, decks around their their trailer, well, and I've they do landscaping.
1: Yeah! Wow! Like
0: crazy stuff, you know. Um, yeah, so
1: that park would be, there's no provincial park there, so that's a privately owned park. Yes. So people probably live there, like, for, like, not the whole year, but they probably live there for as long as they can, right? So they're, yeah. prob- they're, they're pretty permanent and pretty entrenched.
0: But they're very, um, you know, proud of their little bits of ground, and they just, they go at it, man.
1: That's <laughs> funny. How did how did uh, how did Dave and John fit in?
0: Oh, they they were just uh, fine. they were just awesome. walking around, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. yeah, it looked like from the photos I saw. It looked like they had a great time. So that's 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 a good that's a good way to do it, where you can take off in the day, and go to this art camp, and they can cook bacon or whatever they do.
0: All right. Um. So I j- I'm gonna go because um. I've just came back from a long drive.
1: And, yeah, uh, but I, I was before.
0: so happy that we could get back together and, and continue on our conversations, Mark. I'm so happy.
1: Yeah, I like it too. And I think we got lots and lots to talk about. And uh, we'll try to keep it as regular as we can. And certainly more than every two months.
0: Hmm, yeah, well, that, that's, that's understandable. Anyway. So okay, well, you have a good night and
1: get some good rest and we'll talk soon.
0: Yes. Talk later. Okay, cheers. Cheers.